under the guidelines of Sri Ketanaya Mahaprabhu are expected to completely give up material sense gratification. If a devotee of Krishna duplicitously tries to take advantage of the scriptural allowances for meat-eating, intoxication or sex enjoyment, then he commits the tenth offense against chanting. Especially, if one has accepted the renounced order of life called Tridandi Sanayasa. It is most abominable and reprehensible to become attracted to the Vedic injunctions prescribing regulated sex life for householders. According to Srila Jiva Gosvami there is no such allowance for one in the renounced order of life. The Vaisnava Sannyasis should not foolishly become bewildered by statements in the Vedic literature such as the following verse from Manu Samhita. It may be considered that meat-eating, intoxication and sex indulgence are natural propensities of the conditioned souls, and therefore such persons should not be condemned for these activities. But unless one gives up such sinful activities, there is no possibility of achieving the actual perfection of life. In the Kriya of Inhana it is explained that sex is permitted only during the Vamadeva sacrifice, or the Garbhanhana Samskara for begetting of religious children. It is also stated that sometimes certain types of meat are used in worshipping Lord Harry through sacrifices to the forefathers and demigods. Similarly, there is a form of intoxication available through drinking the Soma beverage. But if a so-called Brahmana becomes attracted to such offerings, he immediately becomes polluted. Actually, the Brahmanas who perform such offerings would not personally accept any type of liquor or meat. These things would be consumed by the Ksatriyas, who were not considered at fault in accepting such remnants of sacrifice. However, in the movement of Ketanaya Mahaprabhu it can be observed that those who desire to become advanced devotees of Krishna immediately give up all such fruitive sacrifices. There is no scope in pure devotional service for any type of fruitive sacrifices. Ketanaya Mahaprabhu demanded that all of his sincere followers engage 24 hours a day in Sravanam Kurdanam Visnah left square bracket SB 7.5.23 right square bracket, hearing and chanting the glories of the Personality of Godhead. Those who claim to be followers of Ketanaya Mahaprabhu and who are seriously planning on going back home, back to Godhead, in the near future should not become mindlessly attracted by Vedic fruitive rituals that are meant to attract those who are hopelessly bound up in the material, bodily concept of life. The followers of Ketanaya Mahaprabhu always remain aloof from such tainted rituals. SB 11.5.12 Text 12 Text Danam Kadarmaka Thelam Yato Vajnanam Savajnanamana Prasanti Grahisu Yunjanti Kalavarasayam Ratayam Matasayanti Durantavirayam. Word for word meanings. Danam, wealth, ka, also, Dharma Ekathelam, whose only proper fruit is religiosity, Yana, from which, religious life, they, indeed, Jnanam, knowledge, Savajnanam, along with direct realization, Anaprasanti, and subsequent liberation from suffering, Grahisu, in their homes, Yunjanti, they utilize, Kalavarasaya, of their material body, Muratayam. The death, Matasayanti, they cannot see, Duranta, insurmountable, Virayam, the power of which. Translation. The only proper fruit of acquired wealth is religiosity, on the basis of which one can acquire a philosophical understanding of life that eventually matures into direct perception of the absolute truth and thus liberation from all suffering. Materialistic persons, however, utilize their wealth simply for the advancement of their family situation. They fail to see that insurmountable death will soon destroy the frail material body. PURPORT Those things that come under the control of the proprietor are called danum, or wealth. When a foolish person becomes addicted to spending all of his hard-earned money to increase the prestige of his material body and family, he is no longer able to see how death is steadily approaching his own body as well as the temporary bodies of his family and friends. Mratai Sarvaharas Katam, left square bracket BG 10.34 right square bracket The Supreme Lord appears as all-powerful death, which destroys all material situations. Actually, even in family life one should use one's wealth for spiritual advancement of oneself and one's family. In the Krishna Consciousness Movement there are many religious householders who live a simple, peaceful life and use their wealth for arranging Krishna conscious activities at home and for helping the renounced Brahmacharas and Sannyasis who are actively preaching Krishna consciousness in public places. 
such householders, even those who are not able to dedicate 100% of their energy to Krishna consciousness, gradually acquire a very solid understanding of the spiritual principles of life and eventually become transcendentalists firmly fixed at the lotus feet of Krishna. Thus they free themselves from all of the anxieties of conditional life, namely birth, old age, disease and death. Life without Krishna consciousness is actually poverty, but the poverty-stricken materialist, whose intelligence is limited, cannot perceive that real wealth is the expansion of consciousness up to the highest level of Krishna consciousness, love of Godhead. Such persons raise their children to be just like animals, having, as their only goal false prestige and material sense gratification. Such materialistic householders fear that excessive interest in spiritual life may damage the ambition of their children to acquire false material prestige. Actually, death will smash all of the endeavors and plans of such spiritually impoverished materialists. If family life and wealth are used for Krishna consciousness, one will learn to discriminate between the eternal and the non-eternal, between spirit and matter, between bliss and anxiety, and thus the living entity will become liberated and go beyond mere theoretical knowledge to acquire the highest perfectional benediction of eternal Krishna conscious life. Limited sensory knowledge, pratyaksajnana, is useless without theoretical spiritual knowledge, piroxajnana, which gradually matures, with careful cultivation, into direct realized knowledge of the soul, aparoxajnana. The word anaprasanti in this verse indicates that by spiritual knowledge, vijnanam, one achieves the most sublime state of eternal peace and bliss, far beyond the dreams of the materialistic conditioned soul. SB 11.5.13 Text 13 Text Yadgrana Baksa Vihitas Ureas Tatha Pesra Labhanam Madhimsa Evam Vyadayah Prajaya Narataya Imon Visadam Madhidasvadarmam. Word for word meanings. Yet, because, Grana, by smell, Baksa, the taking, Vihita, is enjoined, Sureah, of wine, Tatha, similarly, Pasa, of a sacrificial animal, Alabhanam, prescribed killing, Nat, not, Himsa, wanton violence, Evam, in the same way, Vyadayah, sex. Prajaya, for the purpose of begetting children, nat, not, ratae, for the sake of sense enjoyment. Imam, this, as pointed out in the previous verse, visadam, most pure, navida, they do not understand, svadharmam, their own proper duty. Translation. According to the Vedic injunctions, when wine is offered in sacrificial ceremonies it is later to be consumed by smelling, and not by drinking. Similarly, the sacrificial offering of animals is permitted, but there is no provision for wide-scale animal slaughter. Religious sex life is also permitted, but only in marriage for begetting children, and not for sensuous exploitation of the body. Unfortunately, however, the less intelligent materialists cannot understand that their duties in life should be performed purely on the spiritual platform. PURPORT Madhavakariya has given the following statement in regard to animal sacrifice. Yajnas valabhanam proctam devatadasata pasahimsa namatad inatratasmatam nakard budha. Yato yajn ratarad havam yanti div kapatrak eto labhad alabhanam svargasayanatumaranam. According to this statement, the Vedas sometimes prescribe animal sacrifice in ritual performances for the satisfaction of the Supreme Lord or a particular demigod. If, however, one whimsically slaughters animals without rigidly following the Vedic prescriptions, such killing is actual violence and should not be accepted by any intelligent person. If the animal sacrifice is perfectly performed, the sacrificed animal immediately goes to the heavenly planets of the demigods and the forefathers. Therefore such a sacrifice is not for killing animals but for demonstrating the potency of Vedic mantras, by the power of which the sacrificed creature is immediately promoted to a higher situation. Ketanaya Mahaprabhu, however, has forbidden such animal sacrifice in this age, because there are no qualified Brahmanas to chant the mantras, and the so-called sacrificial arena becomes an ordinary butcher shop. And in an earlier era, when unscrupulous persons tried to establish that animal killing and meat-eating are acceptable by misinterpreting the Vedic sacrifices, Lord Buddha personally appeared and rejected their heinous proposition. This is described by Jayadeva Gosvami. Nindasi yajna vinharata hasruti jadam sadeya hardeya darsa to pasugadam kesavadrata buddha sarara jaya jagadisa hair. 
unfortunately, the conditioned souls are afflicted by four imperfections, one of which is the cheating propensity, and thus they tend to exploit the concessions that the Lord mercifully gives to them in religious scriptures for their gradual purification. Rather than follow the Vedic injunctions for simultaneously satisfying their senses and gradually elevating themselves, the conditioned souls reject the actual purpose of such apparently materialistic ceremonies and simply become more and more degraded in the ignorance of the bodily concept of life. Thus they fall down altogether from the Varnasrama system and, taking birth in violent non-Vedic societies, foolishly presume the small fragments of universal religious principles prevalent there to be the exclusive religion of the soul. As a result, they fall into fanaticism, embracing merely sectarian, dogmatic views of religion. Such unfortunate persons are completely out of touch with their own eternal function in life and consider things to be vastly different than they are in reality. SB 11.5.14. Text 14. Text. Ye tis the anavam vino santa stabdha sab and himanina passan druhyanti visrabdha pratyakadanti tekatan. Word for word meanings. Ye, those who, too, but, anavam vina, not knowing these facts, a santa, very impious, stabdha, presumptuous, sab and himanina, considering themselves saintly, passan, animals, druhyanti, they harm, visrabdha, being innocently trusted, Prataya, after leaving this present body, Kadanti, they eat, te, those animals, Ka, and, ten, them. Translation. Those sinful persons who are ignorant of actual religious principles, yet consider themselves to be completely pious, without compunction commit violence against innocent animals who are fully trusting in them. In their next lives, such sinful persons will be eaten by the same creatures they have killed in this world. Purport. In this verse we can clearly see the great discrepancies in those persons who do not surrender to the Supreme Personality of Godhead and His Law. As stated in the Bhagavadam, those who do not accept the supremacy of the Supreme Lord gradually become infected with the most sinful propensities that bring, in their turn, terrible suffering upon the non-devotees. In the Western countries such as America, many people proudly proclaim themselves to be most pious religionists and sometimes even prophets or representatives of God. Boasting of their religiosity, such foolish people experience no fear or doubt in cruelly slaughtering innumerable animals in slaughterhouses or on hunting trips for their whimsical sense gratification. In the state of Mississippi there are sometimes pig-killing festivals, in which entire families enjoy watching a pig cruelly butchered before their eyes. Similarly, a former president of the United States from Texas did not consider any social occasion complete without the slaughtering of a cow. Such persons mistakenly consider themselves to be perfectly observing the laws of God and due to such arrogant foolishness lose all touch with reality. When a man is raising an animal for slaughter, he feeds the animal nicely and encourages it to grow fat. Thus the animal gradually accepts its would-be killer, as its protector and master. When the master finally approaches the helpless animal with a sharp knife or gun, the animal thinks, oh, my master is joking with me. Only at the last minute does the animal understand that the so-called master is death personified. It is clearly stated in Vedic literature that cruel masters who kill innocent animals will undoubtedly be killed in the next life by a similar process. Mam sabak sayatamatra yasaya mamsamihadmi atam edinbams asaya mamsatvam pravadanti manisina. That creature whose flesh I am eating here and now will consume me in the next life. Thus meat is called mamsa, as described by learned authorities. In Srimad Bhagavatam this grisly fate of animal killers is described by Narada Muni to King Prasinabharvi, who was excessively killing animals in so-called sacrifices. Bobah Prajapat Rajan Pasan Pasayat Vayan Hversam Jnapatan Jivasangha Nirgranina Sahasrasah. Eat Vam Sam Pradiksan Smiranto Vasisam Tavasam Paratamayah Qtase Chidanti Atfitamanayavah. O ruler of the citizens, my dear king, please see in the sky those animals which you have sacrificed, without compassion and without mercy, in the sacrificial arena. All these animals are awaiting your death, so that they can avenge the injuries you have inflicted upon them. After you die, they will angrily pierce your body with iron horns. SB 4.25.7-8 Such punishment of animal killers may take place under the jurisdiction of Yamaraja on the planet of the Lord of Death. 
In other words, one who kills an animal or who eats meat undoubtedly acquires a debt to the living entity who has contributed his body for the satisfaction of the meat eater. The meat eater must pay his debt by contributing his own body to be consumed in the next life. Such payment of one's debt by offering one's own body to be eaten is confirmed in the Vedic literature. SB 11.5.15 Text 15 Text Tvisanta parakesus vedmanam haramisvaram rateksanubhamhasmin batasnadha padanti adhah. Word for word meanings. Tvisanta, envying, parakesu, the souls, within the bodies of others, svatmanam, their own true self, haramisvaram, the supreme personality of Godhead, hari, mratek, in the corpse, sanubhamh, together with its relations, asmin, this, batasnadha, their affection being fixed, patanti, they fall, adhah, downward. Translation. The conditioned souls become completely bound in affection to their own corpse-like material bodies and their relatives and paraphernalia. In such a proud and foolish condition, the conditioned souls envy other living entities as well as the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Harry, who resides in the heart of all beings. Thus enviously offending others, the conditioned souls gradually fall down into hell. PURPORT. Materialistic persons express their envy of animals by cruelly killing them. Similarly, the conditioned souls become envious even of other human beings and of the Lord himself, who dwells within everyone's body. They express their envy of God by preaching atheistic science or pseudo-philosophy in which they ridicule the fact that everyone is an eternal servant of God. Envious persons express their bitter feelings toward other human beings by creating wars, terrorism, cruel governments and cheating business enterprises. The sinful bodies of such envious persons are just like corpses. Still, envious persons are enamored by the corpse of their material body and become further fascinated by their children and other bodily extensions. Such feelings are based in false pride. Srila Madhavakariya has quoted the following verse from Harry Vamsa. Aptavid atmas ad doctums vesmin apipiri sukajibad inium matasianti sutvavam vid visanti ka inums vam esurin vid vilaxin the Supreme is called Atma, because he is found both in oneself and within others. Some persons become agitated by hearing descriptions of the Supreme Lord, and they openly state that there is no superior living being beyond themselves. Such persons are to be known as demons. By their practical symptoms they are to be understood as the lowest class of men. SB 11.5.16 Text 16 Text Ye cavelium asum prapta ye cavitus cammutum travarjica hi axanica etmanum mate antite. Word for word meanings. Ye, those who, cavelium, knowledge of the absolute truth, asum prapta, have not achieved, ye, who, cast, also, abita, have transcended, cast, also, mutum, gross foolishness, travarjica, dedicated to the three goals of pious life, namely dharma, religiosity, artha economic development, and comma, sense gratification, high, indeed, axanica, not having even a moment to reflect, atmanum, their own selves, gataanti, murder, te, they. Translation. Those who have not achieved knowledge of the absolute truth, yet who are still beyond the darkness of complete ignorance, generally follow the threefold path of pious material life, namely religiosity, economic development and sense gratification. Not having time to reflect on any higher purpose, they become the killers of their own soul. PURPORT Those who are completely in the darkness of ignorance and thus bereft even of material pious life commit innumerable sinful activities and suffer greatly. Due to such intense suffering such persons sometimes seek the shelter of the devotees of the Lord and, being blessed by such transcendental association, are sometimes elevated to the highest perfectional stage of Krishna consciousness. Those who are not completely sinful experience some mitigation of the miseries of material life and thus develop a false sense of well-being within the material world. Because those who are materially pious generally obtain worldly prosperity, bodily beauty and a pleasant family situation, they become falsely proud of their position and are not inclined to associate with or accept instructions from the devotees of the Lord. Unfortunately, all material activities, whether pious or impious, are inevitably contaminated by sinful activity. Those who are proud of their piety and do not like to hear about Krishna sooner or later fall down from their artificial position. Every living entity is an eternal servant of Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. 
Therefore, until we surrender to Krishna, our position is actually always impious. The word Aksanika not having even a moment to reflect, is significant in this verse materialistic persons cannot spare a single moment for their eternal self-interest. This is a symptom of misfortune. Such persons are considered to be killing their own souls, because by their obstinacy they are preparing a dark future for themselves from which they will not escape for a very long time. A sick man receiving medical treatment may be encouraged by the preliminary results of the doctor's care. But if the patient becomes falsely proud of the preliminary progress in his treatment and prematurely gives up the doctor's orders, thinking himself already cured, there will undoubtedly be a relapse. The words yekavelayamasamprapta in this verse clearly indicate that material piety is a long way from perfect knowledge of the absolute truth. If one gives up his spiritual progress before achieving the lotus feet of Krishna, he will undoubtedly fall back down into the most unpleasant material situation, even if he has achieved impersonal realization of the Brahman effulgence. As stated in Srimad Bhagavatam, Iruhaya Krakrina Parampadam Tadah Padanti Adhaha left square bracket SB 10.2.32 right square bracket. SB 11.5.17. Text 17. Text. Eda at Nahano Santa Ajnange Nanaman in Ahsidanti Akritakrataya Vakalad Vastamanorafa. Word for word meanings. Eat, these, at Nahana, killers of the self, a Santa, devoid of peace, Ajnane, in ignorance, Jnanaman in presuming to have knowledge, Sedanti, they suffer, Akrita, failing to perform, Krataya, their duty, they, indeed, Kala, by time, Vasta, destroyed, Manadhrafa, their fanciful desires. Translation the killers of the soul are never peaceful, because they consider that human intelligence is ultimately meant for expanding material life. Thus neglecting their real, spiritual duties, they are always in distress. They are filled with great hopes and dreams, but unfortunately these are always destroyed by the inevitable march of time. PURPORT There is a similar verse in Sri Isopanasad, 3. Ashuraya nama teloka and hina tamasavraka tams teparatai and higakanti ye kakadmahanojana. The killer of the soul, however he may be, must enter into the planets known as the worlds of the faithless, full of darkness and ignorance. SB 11.5.18. Text 18. Text. Hitvatma mayurasatagrahapatai asertstriya tamo visanti anakanto vasudiva paranmukha. Word for word meanings. Yevva, giving up, at Mamaya, by the illusory energy of the Supreme Soul, Rasata, manufactured, Graha, homes, Apataya, children, Sert, friends, Striya, wives, Tama, into darkness, Visanti, they enter, Anakanta, without desiring, Vasudeva Paratmukha, those who have turned away from Lord Vasudeva. Translation those who have turned away from the Supreme Lord, Vasudeva, being under the spell of the Lord's illusory energy, are eventually forced to give up their so-called homes, children, friends, wives and lovers, which were all created by the illusory potency of the Supreme Lord, and enter against their will into the darkest regions of the universe. PURPORT The living entity turns his back on the Supreme Personality of Godhead and tries instead to enjoy temporary sense gratification. The result is simply anxiety, as the conditioned soul struggles to maintain his temporary wife, children, friends, home, nation, etc. Finally all of these things are taken away, and the bewildered soul, in great frustration, sometimes tries to take shelter of an impersonal concept of God and liberation. Thus the conditioned soul is always in ignorance, either pursuing illusory sense gratification or trying to avoid sense gratification by merging into the impersonal aspect of the Lord, called Brahman. But the actual position of the living entity is to serve the Supreme Person, who is his master. And unless one gives up one's inimical feelings toward the Supreme Personality of Godhead, there is no question of peace or happiness. Krishna Bhaktaniskama, Ativa Santa Bhakti Mukti Sidhi Kami Sakaliya Santa C.C. Madhya 19.149. SB 11.5.19. Text 19. Text. Shri Rajavaka Kesman Kail Sabagavan Kimvarna Kedrasom Rabhyahnamna Vakina Vinhina Pujayat Tad Ihasayatam. Word for word meanings. Shri Raja Yuvaka, the king said, Kesman, in what, Kail? Time, Sah, he, Bhagavan, the Supreme Lord, Kinvarna, having what color, Kedrasah, 
having what form, Nrabhya, by men, Namna, by what, names, Vat, and Kina, by what, Vinhina, processes, Pujayate, is worshipped, Tat. That, Iha, in our presence, Usayatam, please speak. Translation. King Dimi inquired, in what colors and forms does the Supreme Personality of Godhead appear in each of the different ages, and with what names and by what types of regulative principles is the Lord worshipped in human society? PURPORT It has been clearly established in the previous verses that human life is spoiled, if one does not surrender unto the Supreme Lord and engage in his loving devotional service. Therefore the king is now requesting the sages to give specific details about the worship of the Lord, because this devotional process has clearly been described as the only practical means of delivering the conditioned soul. SB 11.5.20 Text 20 Text Shriki Rambhajana Yuvaka Kratam Tridad Vaparam Kakal Iridi Isukasa Vahnanavarnanhidhakaronanavinhina Jayate Word for Word Meanings Shri Karabhajana Huvaka, Shri Karabhajana said, Kratam, Satya, Trita, Trita, Tvaparam, Tvapara, Ka, and Kalah, Kali, Iti, thus named, Isu, in these ages, Kasava, the Supreme Lord, Kasava, Nana, various, Varna, having complexions, and Yeta, names, Akira, and forms, Nana. Various, Eva, similarly, Vinhina, by processes, Ijayate, is worshipped. Translation. Shri Kiranhajana replied, in each of the four yugas, or ages, Krita, Trita, Tvapara and Kali, Lord Kasava appears with various complexions, names and forms and is thus worshipped by various processes. SB 11.5.21 Text 21 Text Krita Suklas Katarbahar Jatilovakalambarah Krishnajan Apavitaks and Bighradandakamandalu Word for Word Meanings Krita, in Satya Yuga, Sukla, White Kadahbata, having four arms, Jadala, with matted locks, Vakala Ambara, wearing a garment of tree bark, Krishnadajina, a black deer skin, a Pavita, a Brahmana sacred thread, Axon, prayer beads made of Axa seeds, Bighut, carrying, Danda, a rod, Kamandalu, and Waterput. Translation. In Satyayuga the Lord is white and four-armed, has matted locks and wears a garment of tree bark. He carries a black deer skin, a sacred thread, Prayer beads and the rod and water pit of a brahmachari. SB 11.5.22. Text 22. Text. Manusayas to Tadasanta Nervarasurda Samahijanti Tapasadimam Samina Kadaminaka. Word for word meanings. Manusaya, human beings, to, and, Tada, then, Santa, peaceful, Nervara, free from envy, Surda, friendly to all, Sama, equipped, Yajanti, they worship, Tapasa, by the austerity of meditation, Devam, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Samina, by controlling the mind, Ka, also, Damina, by controlling the external senses, Ka, and, Translation. People in Satyayuga are peaceful, non-envious, friendly to every creature and steady in all situations. They worship the Supreme Personality by austere meditation and by internal and external sense control. PURPORT In Satyayuga the Supreme Lord incarnates as a four-armed Brahmachari. Described in the previous verse and personally introduces the process of meditation. SB 11.5.23 Text 23 Text Hamsa Suparnove Kuntho Dharmo Yajas Vero Malahis Varah Word for word meanings. Hamsa, the transcendental swan, Suparna, whose wings are very beautiful, Vekuntha, the lord of the spiritual kingdom, Dharma, the maintainer of religion, Yoga Isvara, the master of all mystic perfection, Amla, immaculate, Isvara, the supreme controller, Purusa, the supreme enjoying male, Avayaka, the unmanifest, Paramatma, the super soul in the heart of every living being, Iti. Thus, Jayate, his names are variously chanted. Translation. In Satyayuga the Lord is glorified by the names Hamsa, Suparna, Vaikuntha, Dharma, Yajasvara, Amla, Isvara, Purusa, Avayakta and Paramatma. PURPORT The sage Kiranhajana Muni is replying to Vidaharajanimi's questions about the varieties of the Lord's incarnations. In Satyayuga the Lord's color is white, and he wears tree bark and a black deer skin as an ideal meditative brahmachari. Srila Bhaktisadhanta Sirasvati Thakura has explained the Lord's various names in Satyayuga, as follows. 
those who are self-realized know this supreme reality of the personality of Godhead as Paramatma, those souls who are situated in the religious system of Varnasrama glorify him, as the Hamza who is transcendental to all the Varnas. And as Ramas, persons absorbed in gross matter consider him to be Suparna. The beautifully winged basis of the conceptions of cause and effect who flies within the subtle sky of the soul, as described in Chandajaya Upanishad. Persons accustomed to wandering within this universe of subtle and gross matter created by the Lord's illusory potency chant his name Vaikuntha. Persons deprived of the power of transcendental meditation, Dharana, who are thus subject to falling from the path of religion, glorify him as Dharma, or religion personified. Those who are forced to submit to the illusory modes of material nature and whose minds are uncontrolled and disturbed glorify him as the most perfectly self-controlled Yajasvara. Persons tainted by a mixture of the modes of passion and ignorance call him Amla, or the uncontaminated. Persons devoid of potency call him Isvara, and those who consider themselves to be under his shelter chant his glories by the name of Amapirusa. Those who know that this material manifestation is only temporary call him Avayata. In this way, in Satya Yuga Lord Vasudeva appears in various four-armed transcendental forms, and the Jiva souls worship him, each by their own particular process of devotional service. Therefore the Supreme Lord has many different names. SB 11.5.24 Text 24 Text Tratayam Raktavarno Sakatarbatas Trimakhilahiraniakasis Trayatmas Ruxruvadiapalaksana Word for Word Meanings Tratayam, Indrita Yuga, Raktavarna, Red Complexioned, Asa, He, Kadahbata, Forearmed, Trimakhila, Wearing Three Belts, Representing Three Phases of Vedic Initiation, Hiraniakasa, Having Golden Hair, Trayatma, Personifying the knowledge of the three Vedas, Sraksruvaati, the sacrificial wooden ladle, spoon and so on, Apalaksana, having, as his symbols. Translation. In Trita Yuga the Lord appears with a red complexion. He has four arms, golden hair, and wears a triple belt representing initiation into each of the three Vedas. Embodying the knowledge of worship by sacrificial performance, which is contained in the R.G. Sama and Yajur Vedas, his symbols are the ladle, spoon and other implements of sacrifice. PURPORT The sruk is a particular implement for pouring ghee in sacrifices. It is about an arm's length long and is made of a particular type of wood called the kankata. The sruk has a rod-like handle and a spout with a shallow groove at its tip that resembles a swan's beak. Its front part is a carved-out spoon the size of a fist. The sruva is another implement used in sacrificial oblations. It is made of kadir wood, is smaller than the sruk and is used to pour ghee into the sruk. It is also sometimes used instead of the sruk to pour ghee directly into the sacrificial fire. These are the Lord's symbols in Trita Yuga, when the Lord incarnates to introduce the Yuga Dharma of Yajna, or sacrifice. SB 11.5.25 Text 25. Text. Tam Tata Manuja Dimam Sarvadeva Mayam Haram Yajanti Vidaya Trayaya Dharmistha Brahmavadina. Word for word meanings. Tam, him, Tata, then, Manuja, human beings, Dimam, the personality of Godhead, Sarvadeva Mayam, who contains within himself all the demigods, Haram, Shri Hari, Yajanti, they worship, Vidaya, with the rituals, Trayaya, of the three main Vedas, Dharmistha, Fixed in religiosity, Brahmavadina, seekers of the absolute truth. Translation. In Trita Yuga, those members of human society who are fixed in religiosity and are sincerely interested in achieving the absolute truth worship Lord Harry, who contains within himself all the demigods. The Lord is worshipped by the rituals of sacrifice taught in the three Vedas. Purport. The residents of the earth in Satya Yuga are described as having all good qualities. In Trita Yuga human society is described as Dharmistha, or thoroughly religious, and Brahmavadina, or faithfully seeking the absolute truth through the Vedic injunctions. However, it should be noted that all of the exalted qualities of the people of Satya Yuga are not mentioned in this verse. In other words, in Satya Yuga people are automatically perfect, whereas in Trita Yuga people are inclined to become perfect through performing Vedic sacrifice. In Trita Yuga human society is not automatically Krishna conscious, as it was in Satya Yuga, but people are still highly inclined to become Krishna conscious, and thus they strictly follow the Vedic injunctions. SB 11.5.26 
Text 26. Text. Visnir Yajna Prasnagarbha Sarvadeva Yurakramahra Sakapur Jayantis Kayurgayatirayat. Word for word meanings. Visna, the all pervading Supreme Lord, Yajna, the Supreme Personality of Sacrifice, Prasnagarbha, the son of Prasni and Prajapati Sudupa, Sarvadeva, the Lord of all lords, Yurakrama, the performer of wonderful deeds, Vrasakapa, the Lord, who dispels all suffering and rewards all desires simply by being remembered, Jayanta, the all-victorious, Ka, and Yurugaya, the most glorified, Iti. By these names, I write he is called. Translation. In Trita Yuga the Lord is glorified by the names Visnu, Yajna, Prasnagarbha, Sarvadeva, Yurukrama, Vrasakapi, Jayanta and Yurugaya. Purport. Prasnagarbha refers to Krishna's incarnation as the son of Prasni Devi and Prajapati Sudupa. Vrasakapi indicates that, if the living entities simply remember the Lord, he is inclined to shower all benedictions upon them, thus satisfying their desires and removing their miseries. Since the Lord is always victorious, he is called Jayanta. SB 11.5.27 Text 27 Text Gaspar Bhagavan Siamah Pinavasan Najayadhasravatsagidhirankas Kalaksanarupalaksatah. Word for word meanings. Gaspar, in Gasparayuga, Bhagavan, the Supreme Lord, Siamah, dark blue, Pinavasah, wearing a yellow garment, Nijayadha, having his own particular weapons, the disc, club, Kanchal and lotus flower, Sravatsa by Sravatsa and others, Anka, bodily marks, Ka, and Laksane, by ornaments, Apalaksata, characterized. Translation. In Dvaparayuga the Supreme Personality of Godhead appears with a dark blue complexion, wearing yellow garments. The Lord's transcendental body is marked in this incarnation with Sravatsa and other distinctive ornaments, and he manifests his personal weapons. PURPORT The Lord's transcendental body in Dvaparayuga can be compared to the color of a dark blue flower. The Lord exhibits his personal transcendental weapons such as Sudarsanakakra, and all of the limbs of his body, especially his hands and feet, are decorated with auspicious symbols such as a lotus flower and a flag. And on his chest, the Lord manifests the Kostabha jewel as well as the auspicious Srivatsa, a whirl of hair curling from left to right on the right side of the Lord's chest. Actually, such auspicious marks as Kostabha and Srivatsa, as well as the weapons of the Lord, are present in all of the Visnu Tabha incarnations. Srila Jivagasvami explains that these universal characteristics of the Lord mentioned by the sage Kiranhajana are indications of the Krishnadavadara. Because Krishna is the source of all incarnations, all of the symptoms of all other incarnations are to be found in his transcendental body. SB 11.5.28 Text 28 Text Tam Tadapirusam Martaya Matarajapalaksanam Yajanti Vigatam Trabhayam Param Jijnasavon Rapat Word for word meanings. Tam, him, Tada, in that age, Pirusam, the supreme enjoyer, Martaya, mortal men. Mataraja, a great king, Apalaxanam, playing the role of Yajanti, they worship Vedatantrabhayam, according to both the original Vedas and ritual tantras, Parama the Supreme, Jijnasava, those who want to gain knowledge, Narapa, O King. Translation. My dear King, in Vaparayuga men who desire to know the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who is the Supreme Enjoyer, worship him in the mood of honoring a great king, following the prescriptions of both the Vedas and Tantras. Purport. When Lord Krishna was leaving the city of Hastinapura, Arjuna personally held an umbrella over the Lord, and Uddhava and Satyaki fanned the Lord with decorated fans SB 1.10.17.18. In this way, Emperor Yudhisthira and his followers worshipped Krishna as the greatest of noble kings and as the supreme personality of Godhead. Similarly, at the Rajasuya sacrifice all of the great souls of the universe elected Krishna as the king of all kings, the greatest personality, deserving of first worship. Such reverential worship of the Lord is characteristic of Dvaparayuga, as described in this verse, Matarajapalaksanam. With each successive yuga, namely Satya, Trita, Dvapara and Kali, the condition of human society deteriorates more and more. As mentioned in this verse, the only favorable qualification of the residents of Dvaparayuga is that they are Jijnasava, strongly desirous of knowing the absolute truth. Otherwise there is no good qualification mentioned. The inhabitants of Satyayuga were described as Santa, Nirvara, 
Sardah and Samah, or peaceful, free from envy, the well-wishers of every living entity, and fixed on the spiritual platform beyond the modes of material nature. Similarly the inhabitants of Tridayuna were described as Dharmistha and Brahmavadina, or thoroughly religious, and expert followers of the Vedic injunctions. In the present verse, the inhabitants of Dvaparayuna are said to be simply Jidnasava, desiring to know the absolute truth. Otherwise they are described as Martaya, or subject to the weakness of mortal beings. If the human society of even Dvaparayuna was clearly inferior to that of Satya and Tridayugas, we can hardly imagine the truly disastrous condition of human society in Kaliyuga. Therefore, as will be mentioned in the following verses, human beings who have taken their birth in the present age of Kali should attach themselves rigidly to the movement of Ketanaya Mahaprabhu to free themselves from foolishness. SB 11.5.29 SB 11.5.30 SB 11.5.29-30 Texts 29-30 Text Namas Tavasa Devayan Namah Sankar Sanaya Kapradayam Nayan Rodhayatabhayam Bhagavit Namah Narayanayir Sapiru Sayamadhatmain Visvasvaraya Visvaya Sarvabutatmain Namah Word for Word Meanings Namah, obeisances, te, unto you, Vasudevaya, Vasudeva, Namah, obeisances, Sankarsanaya, to Sankarsana, Ka, and, Pradayamnaya, to Pradayamna, Anirodhaya, to Anirodha, Tabhayam, to you, Bhagavit, the personality of Godhead, Namah, obeisances, Narayanayirsay, to Lord Narayanayirsi, Purusaya, the supreme enjoying male and the creator of the material universe, Mataatmain. The Supreme Being, Visvaisvaraya. The Lord of the Universe, Visvaya, and Himself the very form of the universe, Sarvabhutatmain, the super soul of all living beings, Namah. Obeisances. Translation. Obeisances to you, O Supreme Lord Vasudeva, and to your forms of Sankarsana, Pradayamna and Anurodha. O Supreme Personality of Godhead, all obeisances unto you. O Lord Narayanarsi, O Creator of the Universe, Best of Personalities, Master of this Cosmos and Original Form of the Universe, O Super Soul of all created entities, all homage unto you. PURPORT Srila Jivagasvami explains that, although Lord Krishna appeared at the end of Dvaparayuga, great sages chanted this verse from the beginning of that age in expectation of his appearance. Ordinary living entities, although eternally subordinate to the Lord, become absorbed in attempting to dominate the material creation yet ultimately remain under the control of the Supreme Lord. The constitutional position of the living entity is engagement in the Lord's service. It is further the constitutional position of the material nature to be engaged by the living entity in satisfying the transcendental desires of the Lord. Thus these prayers, as mentioned in this verse, are offered to the Supreme Lord in accordance with the Pamkaratra and the Vedic mantras, so that one may become fixed in remembering his eternal subordination to the Absolute Truth. The Supreme Living Entity, Krishna, eternally manifests himself as the Kataravaya, or quadruple plenary expansion. The purport of this prayer is that one should give up his false ego and pray to this Kataravaya by offering them obeisances. Although the Absolute Truth is one without a second, the Absolute Truth displays his unlimited opulences and potencies by expanding himself in innumerable plenary forms, of which the Kataravaya is a principal expansion. The original being is Vasudeva, the Personality of Godhead. When the Godhead manifests his primeval energies and opulences, he is called Sankarsana. Pradyamna is the basis of the Visnu expansion who is the soul of the entire universe, and Anuradha is the basis of the personal manifestation of Visnu as the super soul of every individual entity within the universe. Among the four plenary expansions mentioned here, the original expansion is Vasudeva, and the other three are considered to be particular manifestations of him. When the living entity forgets that both he himself as well as the material nature are meant for the Lord's service, the quality of ignorance becomes prominent, and the conditioned entity desires to become himself the master. Thus the conditioned soul imagines that he is a very important person within society or that he is a great philosopher. The Vedic Mantras and Pamkaratra give mankind instructions about devotional service to the Personality of Godhead, which free one from the contamination of considering oneself a prestigious member of society or a great philosopher. One in knowledge should recognize himself as a tiny servant of the Supreme Absolute Truth. In Vaparayuga, deity worship of the Lord is prominent. 
Such deity worship is ultimately aimed at the process of Sravanam Kurdanam this not left square bracket SB 7.5.23 right square bracket. Without hearing and chanting the glories of the Lord one cannot perform deity worship. In deity worship it is required that the worshipper glorify the names, forms, qualities, paraphernalia, entourage and pastimes of the Supreme Lord. When such glorification is complete, the worshipper becomes eligible to realize transcendental knowledge through hearing about the Lord. SB 11.5.31 Text 31 Text Idigvaparayar visa stuvanti jagadisvaram nanatantravitanina kalavapitathasranu Word-for-word meanings. Idi, thus, Gvapar, in the Gvapara age, Yuraisa, Oking, Stuvanti, they praise, Jagatisvaram, the Lord of the Universe, Nana, various, Tantra, of scriptures, Vidvanina, by the regulations, Kala, in the age of Kali, Api, also, Tatha, in which manner, Sranu, please hear. Translation. Oking, in this way people in Gvapara Yuga glorified the Lord of the Universe. In Kali Yuga also people worship the Supreme Personality of Godhead by following various regulations of the revealed scriptures. Now kindly hear of this from me. PURPORT The words Kalavapi, in Kali Yuga also, are very important in this verse. It is well known that Kali Yuga is an irreligious age. Thus it is surprising that in such a completely irreligious age the Supreme Lord is worshipped. Therefore it is stated Kalavapi, even in Kali Yuga. In Kali Yuga the incarnation of the Personality of Godhead does not directly assert himself to be the Personality of Godhead, but rather he is detected by expert devotees in accordance with the revealed Vedic scriptures. Similarly, Pralada Maharaja states in Srimad Bhagavatam, 7.9.38, Itham in Artiriagrasi Devajasa Vedrarilakan Vidhavayasi Hamsi Jagat Pradipandharma Matapirusapasi Yuganavranas Chana Kalayad and Havas Triyugothasabham. In this way, my lord, you appear in various incarnations, as a human being, an animal, a great saintly demigod, a fish or a tortoise, thus maintaining the entire creation in different planetary systems and killing the demoniac principles. According to the age, O my lord, you protect the principles of religion. In the age of Kali, however, you do not assert yourself as the supreme personality of Godhead, and therefore you are known as Triyuda, or the lord who appears in three yugas. Thus it is understood that it is difficult for common people in Kali Yuga to recognize the incarnation of the Lord, since in this age the Lord's appearance is slightly concealed. According to Srila Bhaktis and Hantasirasvati Thakura the word Nanatantravitanina indicates the importance in Kali Yuga of the Vaisnava scriptures known as the Pamkaratras or Sadvata Pamkaratras. It is stated in the Bhagavatam, Strisadrid Vijabam Hunam Trayi Nasruti Dakara, left square bracket SB 1.4.25 right square bracket in Kali Yuga it is impossible for ordinary people to perform highly technical Vedic sacrifices or the unbearable penances of the mystic yoga system. Such standard Vedic processes are practically inaccessible for the spiritually retarded population of Kali Yuga. Therefore the simple process of glorifying the Personality of Godhead by chanting His holy names is essential in this age. Such devotional processes as chanting the holy names of the Lord and worshipping His deity form are elaborately described in the Vaisnava Sastras known as Pamkaratras. Such tantric scriptures are referred to in this verse, and it is stated that in Kali Yuga these devotional processes, taught by great Akaris such as Narada Muni, are the only practical means for worshipping the Lord. This will be more clearly explained in the following verse. SB 11.5.32 Text 32 Text Word for word meanings. Krasnavarnam, repeating the syllables K-R-S-N-A-T-V-S-A with a luster, Akrasnam, not black, golden, Sadanga, along with associates, Upranga. Servitors, Astra, weapons, Parsidam, confidential companions, Yajne, by sacrifice, Sankirtanapraya, consisting chiefly of congregational chanting, Yajanti, they worship, Hi, certainly, Sumantasa, intelligent persons. Translation. In the age of Kali, intelligent persons perform congregational chanting to worship the incarnation of Godhead who constantly sings the names of Krishna. Although his complexion is not blackish, he is Krishna himself. 
he is accompanied by his associates, servants, weapons and confidential companions. PURPORT This same verse is quoted by Krishnadasa Kaviraja in the Ketanaya Karatamrata. Adilila, Chapter 3, Verse 52 His Divine Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada has given the following commentary on this verse. This text is from Srimad Bhagavatam, 11.5.32. Srila Jiva Gosvami has explained this verse in his commentary on the Bhagavatam known as the Kramasandarbha, wherein he says that Lord Krishna also appears with a golden complexion. That golden Lord Krishna is Lord Ketanaya, who is worshipped by intelligent men in this age. That is confirmed in Srimad Bhagavatam by Darga Muni, who said that, although the child Krishna was blackish, he also appears in three other colors, red, white and yellow. He exhibited his white and red complexions in the Satya and Trita ages respectively. He did not exhibit the remaining color, yellow, gold, until he appeared, as Lord Ketanaya, who is known as Garatari. Srila Jiva Gosvami explains that Krishnavarna means Shri Krishna Ketanaya. Krishnavarnam and Krishna Ketanaya are equivalent. The name Krishna appears with both Lord Krishna and Lord Ketanaya Krishna. Lord Shri Ketanaya Mahaprabhu is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, but he always engages in describing Krishna and thus enjoying transcendental bliss by chanting and remembering his name and form. Lord Krishna himself appears, as Lord Ketanaya to preach the highest gospel. Vernayati means utters or describes. Lord Ketanaya always chants the holy name of Krishna and describes it also, and because he is Krishna himself, whoever meets him will automatically chant the holy name of Krishna and later describe it to others. He injects one with transcendental Krishna consciousness, which merges the chanter in transcendental bliss. In all respects, therefore, he appears before everyone as Krishna, either by personality or by sound. Simply by seeing Lord Ketanaya one at once remembers Lord Krishna. One may therefore accept him as this new tattva. In other words, Lord Ketanaya is Lord Krishna himself. Sangapangastra Parsidam further indicates that Lord Ketanaya is Lord Krishna. His body is always decorated with ornaments of sandalwood and with sandalwood paste. By his super-excellent beauty he subdues all the people of the age. In other descents the Lord sometimes used weapons to defeat the demoniac, but in this age the Lord subdues them with his all-attractive figure as Ketanaya Mahaprabhu. Srila Jiva Gosvami explains that his beauty is his astra, or weapon, to subdue the demons. Because he is all-attractive, it is to be understood that all the demigods lived with him as his companions. His acts were uncommon and his associates wonderful. When he propagated the Sankirtana movement, he attracted many great scholars and Akaris, especially in Bengal and Orissa. Lord Ketanaya is always accompanied by his best associates like Lord Natayananda, Advaita, Gadadhara and Srivasa. Srila Jiva Gosvami cites a verse from the Vedic literature that says that there is no necessity of performing sacrificial demonstrations or ceremonial functions. He comments that instead of engaging in such external, pompous exhibitions, all people, regardless of caste, color or creed, can assemble together and chant Hare Krishna to worship Lord Ketanaya. Krishnavarnam Visakrasnam left square bracket SB 11.5.32 right square bracket indicates that prominence should be given to the name Krishna. Lord Ketanaya talked Krishna consciousness and chanted the name of Krishna. Therefore, to worship Lord Ketanaya, everyone should together chant the Mata Mantra, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare slash Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. To propagate worship in churches, temples or mosques is not possible, because people have lost interest in that. But anywhere and everywhere, people can chant Hare Krishna. Thus worshipping Lord Ketanaya, they can perform the highest activity and fulfill the highest religious purpose of satisfying the Supreme Lord. Srila Sarvabhanabhattakariya, a famous disciple of Lord Ketanaya, said, The principle of transcendental devotional service having been lost, Sri Krishna Ketanaya has appeared to deliver again the process of devotion. He is so kind that he is distributing love of Krishna. Everyone should be attracted more and more to his lotus feet, as hummingbees are attracted to a lotus flower. Quote. The incarnation of Ketanaya Mahaprabhu is also described in the Sri Visnu Sahasranama, which appears in Chapter 189 of the Dana Dharma Parva of Mahabharata. 
Srila Jiva Gosvami has quoted this reference, as follows, Suvarnavarno Himango Virangas Kandanangadi. In his early pastimes he appears, as a householder with a golden complexion. His limbs are beautiful, and his body, smeared with the pulp of sandalwood, seems like molten gold. He has also quoted, Sanayasa K.R.C. Chamahsantonistha Santi Parayana, in his later pastimes he accepts the Sanayasa order, and he is equipped and peaceful. He is the highest abode of peace and devotion, for he silences the impersonalist non-devotees. SB 11.5.33. Text 33. Text. Diam satapiribhavagnanadhistadahum terfaspidam sivavirinsi nudam saraniam rotiardi hampranadapalahum vasdhipadam vandmatapirusatekiranaravindam. Word for word meanings. Diam, fit to be meditated upon, sata, always, piribhava, the insults of material existence, gnam, which destroy, and hista, the true desire of the soul, dahum, which amply reward, tertha, of all the holy places and great saintly personalities, aspidam, the abode, sivavirinsi. By the greatest of demigods, Lord Shiva and Brahma, Nudam, which are bowed down to, Saraniam, most worthy of taking shelter of, Brataya, of your servants, Ardiham, which relieve the distress, Pranatapala, O protector of all who simply offer respects to you, Baba and Ghi, of the ocean of birth and death, Padam, which are a suitable boat, for crossing, Vand, I offer my homage. Matapurusa, O Lord Mahaprabhu, te, to your, Purana Aravindam, Lotus Feet. Translation. My dear Lord, you are the Matapurusa, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, and I worship your lotus feet, which are the only eternal object of meditation. Those feet destroy the embarrassing conditions of material life and freely award the greatest desire of the soul, the attainment of pure love of Godhead. My dear Lord, your lotus feet are the shelter of all holy places and of all saintly authorities in the line of devotional service and are honored by powerful demigods like Lord Shiva and Lord Brahma. My Lord, you are so kind that you willingly protect all those who simply bow down to you with respect, and thus you mercifully relieve all the distress of your servants. In conclusion, my Lord, your lotus feet are actually the suitable boats for crossing over the ocean of birth and death, and therefore even Lord Brahma and Lord Shiva seek shelter at your lotus feet. PURPORT The incarnation of the Personality of Godhead in Kali Yuga is described and worshipped in this verse. The sage Purandhajana, after describing the incarnation of Godhead in each of the three previous Yugas Satya, Trita and Tvaspara, presented suitable prayers which are utilized for glorifying the Lord in each particular age. After describing the Lord's manifestation in Kali Yuga with the verse Krishnavarnam Visakrasnam left square bracket SB 11.5.32 right square bracket, this and the next verse are now presented to glorify the Lord's appearance in Kali Yuga as Ketanaya Mahaprabhu, Krishnavarnam. Ketanaya Mahaprabhu appears in Kali Yuga and teaches everyone to chant the holy name of Krishna. The members of the Iskan movement are so much absorbed in Krishnavarnam, or chanting the holy names of Krishna, that sometimes ordinary persons refer to them as the Krishnas. Thus whoever comes into contact with Ketanaya Mahaprabhu's movement immediately begins to worship Krishna by chanting his holy name. The words Dhyam Sada, or always to be meditated upon, indicate that there are no hard and fast rules in this age for chanting the holy names of Krishna. In Kali Yuga the authorized process of meditation is to chant the holy names of the Lord, especially the mantra Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare slash Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. This process is to be executed constantly and always, Sada. Similarly, Ketanaya Mahaprabhu stated, Namnam Akari Bahadhanijasarva Saktis Tatrarpatanadayamatasmarinakala, in Kali Yuga, the Supreme Lord has kindly invested all of his potencies in his holy name, and there are no hard and fast rules for chanting such names. The mention of such rules refers to Kaladisanyayama, or regulations of time and place. Normally there are strict regulations governing the time, season, place, conditions, etc., under which one may execute a particular Vedic ceremony or chant a particular mantra. However, one should chant the holy name of Krishna everywhere and at all times, 24 hours a day. Thus there is no restriction in terms of time and place. This is the meaning of Ketanaya Mahaprabhu's statement. The word Piribhavagnam is significant in this verse. 
In Kali Yuga human society is infected with enviousness. There is great envy, even among members of the same family, who constantly quarrel in this age. Similarly, neighbors are envious of each other and of each other's possessions and status. And entire nations, burning with envy, go to war unnecessarily at the risk of genocide caused by terrible modern weapons. But all of these harassments caused by family members, strangers, so-called friends who are unfaithful, opposing nations, financial...